welcome to episode 301 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I am joining this week once again from Dharawal country. And I am Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. Happy Father's Day, Ollie. I hope you had a good weekend with your family. Thank you, Mel. I had a great time between flat pack furniture and... <laughs> <laughs> and family barbecues and kitchen work. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a lovely time. And I hope that Paul also had a fantastic Father's Day. He did. Lots of family time in our house as well. Yeah, it was a nice one. Flat pack furniture. Have you been to Ikea? No, this was an online order. So uh, Ava's birthday is coming up and we've got a little holiday planned. So <laughs> kind of needed to start early on that because... Yeah, it's it's a bed and a half. It's got built-in bookshelves and all sorts of things. And yeah, that was most of Father's Day for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're a um, good dad then. Yeah, and dad's kitchen on the Saturday. So yeah, I felt very handy. I'm trying to convince myself and other people that I've got skills that I don't think I necessarily have, but nothing's broken, nothing's exploded so far. So fake it till you make it. Exactly. Tell me about your parkrun day. Did you have time to fit that in? I did have a bit of time to fit that in. Fortunately, I was volunteering. I was handing out finished tokens in the rain. So I did make the point of getting out there early and running up and down a hill a couple of times to clock up my streak and my steps, also doing step temper. So uh, it made the morning nice and fresh and cool as we kicked off, but a fairly modest park run with, I think we had 58 finishes. I was on the line and was timekeeper. And yeah, just a nice morning. Uh, a lot of happy people. A few people even broke their PBs, which absolutely stunned me in that kind of weather. <laughs> well, they were running faster to get out of the rain. I think that must have been it. So did you tick off running in the rain yourself? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) I tried to grab a selfie with one of the birds. I mean, we'll get to the parrot section of the bingo card later, but... (laughs) But, yeah, I couldn't even make myself out in that photo because of the <laughs> rain on the on the lens there. So, yep, tick, I have streaked in the rain. Brilliant. You've hit the ground running. I have, quite literally. But, yeah, a local, quiet, uh, volunteering effort and, and notching up the count there. But, Mel, what about your parkrun day? How was it and where did you go? Well, it was very good. I visited Beaufort Lakes Parkrun on the land of the Wadawurrung people. And Beaufort Lakes is the latest event to launch in Victoria and is situated behind the Goldfields Recreation Reserve in the township of Beaufort. The man-made lake is popular in summer for fishing, water skiing, canoeing and swimming and is open for powerboats from December. Beaufort is located midway between Ballarat and Ararat and if you've ever driven the road from Melbourne to Adelaide, you would know it for its prominent bandstand in the main street. The octagonal rotunda was built in 1903 and is crowned with an ornate clock. The event is the newest event for the unofficial Victorian Gold Miners Challenge, joining Ararat, Ballarat, Wallaby Track, Goldfields Reservoir, Castle Main, Bendigo Botanic Gardens and Kennington Reservoir and was a one-hour and 20-minute trip west from home, meaning it qualified for a stupid o'clock start. I was going to call it quite civilised, but, yeah, sorry, Mel. (laughs) I was joined there by friends and fellow adventurers Irene and Path Dawn, Cheryl and Mark, Ree, Sam and Kirsty, and was happy to grab some audio later with ED Katie. 
Also at brunch, it was lovely to chat to Wallaby Trek co-ED Lorinda Coulter, who spoke about her experience being invited to talk at the recent conference and will soon be featured in the new Park Run Your Way weekly video series. The Beaufort Lake course is described later by ED Katie, so I won't go over that except to say that it's a relatively flat course and I was quite happy with my time. Sadly, no Wilson's bingo or finish numbers were obtained. Well, still a successful morning and some great company too. Always nice to catch up with adventurer friends. It is. And, and look, Mel, you mentioned the Park Run Your Way video series uh, Remiss of me to exclude that part of my morning as we also had a bit of uh, the representation from the crew there capturing some content for Parkrun Your Way. So uh, Parkrun Australia will earn a fine when that comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, excellent. I wonder if they'll pay up. (laughs) I look forward to seeing some of uh, the familiar faces out there. We will be very proud when that comes about. That's right. That's right. We'll keep it hush-hush till then, but we'll see, just between you and I and our five listeners. (laughs) Yeah. But, Ollie, we have to talk about Streaky September because it started. It started and we threw a bingo card out there, cat amongst the pigeons, no context whatsoever, (laughs) and hasn't it been fun for everyone? It has. Everybody's (laughs) interpreting it their own way. It's been quite fun to watch. And I actually think people are getting more creative because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, room for interpretation. But uh, you you mentioned Streaky September, so I guess I should start at the start. It's a very good place to begin. (laughs) How is your streak going, Mel? I'm still going. Well done. Yes, yes, it's going really well. I was very excited today when my boss said to me, you can work from home if you like. Because <laughs> Monday is <laughs> my typically difficult day to get my streak in, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. with the commitments that I do have. So working from home was really good because it cut out the hour of travel either way to work and meant because I wasn't in uniform, I could <laughs> I could go out in my lunch break and walk the streets. Lovely and a nice day. And it was. Yes, mm. a sunny day here in fabulous Meltown. <laughs> what about you, Ollie? The streak continues. Uh, started relatively strong. Uh, the muscles don't seem to be too happy at the moment. I haven't done the right thing probably after my run a few weeks ago and and kept up the movement. So, yeah, they're, they're groaning and it was a real streak saver today, to be honest. I did a two-kilometre streak this afternoon as I walked to Woolies. And look, I'm not going to claim to be the most impressive effort with trolleys because there have been some impressive (laughs) trolley features in the streaky group on Facebook that I have seen already, but it is so hard to walk anywhere near Woolies and not pick up a couple of trolleys. So I took three back, but I had to walk past a dozen or so (laughs) to do that. Good for you because I picked up one today as well and Mm. then walked past two more and just felt guilty walking past them thinking, oh, I don't think I can manage three at once because I have tried it before and Mm. I know it's challenging. Yeah, but, of course, I did notice that the trolley collector was over at the other entrance to the supermarket as I neared it, so I very quickly put them in and and (laughs) just tried not to give him a sense, well, you know, an insecurity around uh, his his job future. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, good for you. Plenty more for him. So, yes, streaking continues. Streaking continues. And we hope everyone is enjoying their streaks and streak savers when they're called on. But, yeah, bingo card. Bingo card. I suppose it's time for some context, some explanation. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably overdue. So for everyone that is participating in the bingo challenge and accepting of the spelling of bingo, (laughs) with our apologies to the office lady, the bingo card we released on the 31st of August so that it would be available. We've saved the context for now, but we will have a couple of level up challenges still to come. So keep your eyes on the Facebook pages, on the Streaky Group and on the Parkrun Adventures. But for now, the initial bingo card features a number of challenges. Um, The first one being Streak with a Parrot, Mm. which we thought was quite apt given, well, let's face it, Darwin uh, and several other birds that have chimed in over the course of the (laughs) podcast, (laughs) not referring to myself in costume for that matter. But, yeah, (laughs) aside from that. So <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> streaking with a parrot. The, the intent being is you find a parrot on your streak. If you are fortunate enough to have an in-house Darwin or an in the backyard Darwin, uh, you might choose to, to streak with Darwin. Yes, you might have budgies, so the budgies can join. You might also have children in budgie costumes that I did notice on Facebook oh, uh, yes. a couple of weeks back, a very yes. impressive costume there. So there are different ways you can do that. And let's face it, after my education, I took a while to catch on, but basically every bird is a parrot. <laughs> so just get a picture of it. <laughs> no. There are many species of parrots, so we look forward to seeing those varieties in your photos. Absolutely. We have streaky Strava art, which is always a favourite. There is no criteria. You can be as artistic as you wish. I think I have seen a blob out there <laughs> and part of our 300-episode tribute. Patrick himself already streaked to 300, but that was technically in August, so I'm looking forward, hopefully, to some more art from Patrick. But still, it's a good example, Ollie, that you could write a word in Strava art or a numerical representation. It doesn't have to be a picture. That's quite right. Be as creative as you wish. I think a couple of years ago, I did take four days to spell out a word. That's a bit of a cop out. <laughs> Go the whole word. <laughs> it can be as long or short as you like. And yeah, there's always room for interpretation. We also have a camera with 300, so no science behind this. Find a 300, take a picture on your streak. Always love the creativity, so, uh, yeah, we look forward to the many varieties of 300 we can find. Mm -hmm. Streak with a friend. Those of you that have nearby friends that like to streak with you, that's a bonus. Those of you that have virtual friends that like to streak with you, that's a bonus. Or four-legged friends. You might make a friend on your streak and invite them along. Sign them up to the Adventurers Club. So lots of opportunities there. It might be at a park run. I ticked this one off on day one, Ollie. Did you? I did. I got Paul out on a streak. He's my friend. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> and he doesn't usually get out very often. <laughs> so I was very chuffed when he agreed to accompany me on my day one streak. Oh, nice work, Mel and Paul. Thank you. Leading by example. But Ollie, the thumbs up. Mm. It has been questioned and I'm not sure that our listeners have really understood the symbolism of the thumbs up. So please explain. Yeah, I suppose it does look a lot like the icon for the like. It doesn't mean that you just have a streak that you like. The intent with the thumbs up is, well, it's a bit of a reference to those that might be regulars at Daz's 
they might have noticed that one of our contributors often uses imagery. Well, let's just say a photo to convey the parkrun experience of the day uh, and often, if not always, is wearing an ugly buff. So Monty Slade almost always throws in a photo with a thumbs up and that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just yep. a photo with a thumbs up. Nice and easy. Uh, but your choice of what's in the background. Just like chucking us a salute. Yeah. Mm. So we, we, as you can see, we've tried to be fairly gentle with the challenges so far. And the next one is probably another example of that. Brecky or cake. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I haven't been able to tick this one off yet because I typically don't have food at brunch after mm. park run. I just order a coffee. So this is going to be a little bit tricky for me. I'm going to have to find a way to tick this one off. And I suppose we should qualify. It's it's meant to be that, that brunch experience after your park run or during, if you wish. <laughs> I would say pancakes probably count. Mm-hmm. I did have a muffin parkrun day morning, but it wasn't technically straight after my streak, so I'm going to have to have another muffin just to to get it right, I think. Yeah, I need a low-carb brekkie, so that's my caveat on that one. Now, Ollie, the shopping trolley. Oh, this this one's my favourite. Oh, there's going to be this whole new group of adventurers that can never unsee a trolley abandoned on the side of the road again. So we have seen some very impressive photography uh, <laughs> video journals of, of the abandoned trolleys out there. And, Mel, it's an epidemic. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere. But M. Nico, <laughs> M. Nico's trolley... <laughs> I'm getting rather attached to it, Trevor the trolley. We won't oh. talk about Sonia's trolley. We probably can't mm-hmm. get away mm-hmm. with that. No. You have to follow along in the Streaky September group comments yes. on the photos if you want to hear about Sonia's University Days trolley experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and look, that's the reason for all of this is just to have a bit of fun and share some experiences. So if we've got some stories behind it, that's all the more fun. And whilst we do encourage the trolleys to be returned, level up for the return trolleys. I'm just enjoying all of these trolleys. Yes, if you are out on your streak and you happen past an abandoned trolley, just snap a photo of it and that's the tick for the bingo card. And, yeah, like you said, Ollie, returning it, is just a level up. Now, it's raining here again, <laughs> so streaking in the rain for myself has been quite easy. For some, it might not be as easy, but it's intended how it sounds. If there's a rainy day, jump out. Please try and stay as dry as you can. Um, stay well, but yeah, get out there and enjoy a streak with a bit of refreshment on the face. But if you do need to be creative, there's always points for creativity. How can you fake that? <laughs> <laughs> Take a water bottle. With the hose. Yes. Oh, okay. All those people up in Northern Territory that don't listen, mm. I don't think we have a problem, Ollie. I think all our listeners are on the eastern seaboard. <laughs> well, <laughs> And there's plenty we, of rain. <laughs> we, we have our international listeners as well, some in some very dry climates. So. Oh, South Africa. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah, hon, you're going to have to get the sprinkler out. <laughs> That's right. And last but not least so far, five of a kind. So five of a kind is your opportunity to go and collect whatever you like. You don't literally have to collect it, of course, but take your photos and share with the group your collection of five. So uh, this and a few of the others have come from a few of our 
strong ideas contributors. And an example of this one is that you might collect five different types of road signs. So to capture photos of a street, of an avenue, of a laneway, of a highway, of a Court. Court. Thank you, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> or you might capture, you know, five types of dogs. So be as consistent or as varied in your categorization and your taxonomy as you as you like. You could have a trolley from Coles, one from Woolworths, one from <laughs> Foodworks, one from Aldi, one from Bunnings. That's right. They don't have to be abandoned. Just run around the supermarket. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> so There is the initial bingo card. There will be level ups. By the time that this pod is released, we anticipate another level up will have been released. And to know what to do there, you will have had to have listened to last week's episode. So happy streaking, everyone. But now we've got more audio from the Streakmeister herself, Pippa White. So let's have a listen to that now. Hi, Parkrun Adventurers, it's Pippa. Two very quick thoughts for this week. The first one is about day one. Remember how exciting it felt the first day one, I'm going to do this, it's going to be brilliant. If there's a point within this month or maybe even a little bit later on when suddenly, for whatever reason, you can't get out, you can't do that exercise, then we'll be there and we'll be there to enjoy your new day one with you. So just because you fall off a wagon at one point doesn't mean we weren't walking you back on. The second thing is about understanding doing the streak my way or doing the streak your way. I count my streak as long as I have started before midnight. So if it's been the absolute worst day possible, I will get out maybe quarter to midnight I will leg it down on my two kilometre streak saver, down, out, round and back. And do you know something? If I finish in the next day, that's not the end of the world. I started before midnight and that's the way I've done it. So here's to the joy of a day one and here's to the joy of saying at least I've started on the right day and therefore it counts. Happy streaking, guys. And thank you very much to the Streakmeister. Thank you, Pippa. And I hope that everyone is enjoying the tips and takes it forward to enjoy their streaky September. There's so much still to come. Oh, there absolutely is, Ollie. But guess what, Ollie? We've got mail. You've got mail. (laughs) We do. We do. We've got a bit of mail. So we're going to catch up with the mail now. We've got plenty of roving reports still to come, but we've got three emails this week. And if I may, Mel, I'll read out the first couple. Please. Yes. So the first one we've got here comes from Charles Burns, who said, Hi, Mel, Ollie, and those on level two with a view. First time correspondent, long-time listener. Sorry, I've been some episodes behind over the past few weeks and was stunned to hear my name read out a few times as part of being in one of the biggest fronds at the Ponds Park Run. Would love to show either of you around at the Ponds or Rouse Hill Park Run when it opens back up again, in brackets, this coming weekend after a long closure due to erosion from this year's consistent rain in Sydney. Congratulations on reaching 300 episodes and here's to many more. Charles Burns, A169-1878. And thank you very much, Charles. I understand that the Rouse Hill course is still in recovery mode and with a bit more rain, I'm hoping that it does get the chance to return soon. 
but I would love to come to either of those park runs. I've done them as freedom runs only on the longest run and I can't wait to be there on a park run day. I have also done Rouse Hill on mm. longest run day. So I know that course, but I don't know the ponds. Uh-huh. Well, as our adventurous community has shown us and as Charles has told us, they are good park runs. So these ones are definitely on the list. I think the ponds is higher on my list. I need a the, the. Mm. All right. Well, and another email, Mel. So this one from Leanne Rotondo, who said, thank you for and congratulations on 300 episodes, you two. We listeners, community members, love that you love it. You must be so happy. I'm looking forward to wind down time tonight to listen to it. Not that you'll get time to think of it this week with all the celebrations, but it made me think of Palm next year. I'm wondering if there's an event prior or some other opportunity to investigate travel buddy possibilities, flight, same hotel location, etc. Hopefully that's not creepy, just thinking way ahead as I may be travelling solo. I've met Ingrid Bother at Dolls Point, but don't know any adventurers, so would be handy to see if anyone else is interested for similar. Congrats again. Kind regards, Lee Cabarita. That's my porn name, Leanne Rotondo, <laughs> A467161. And I think that's a great idea. I do too. Because yes. I will also be travelling solo, I think, this time around. So I'll be looking to have some shared accommodation, if at all possible. Usually, mm. uh, you know, outside of the party house, of course, Palm Weekend. I hope there's a party mm. house again. There might be some <laughs> previous residents that may pass on the party house this year after last oh, year's shenanigans. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wasn't in the party house last year, so... <laughs> I'm just going to have to use my imagination. But, yeah, I think that as plans firm, thanks to our party planners, uh, we will certainly share a bit more information and some suggestions and it would be great to encourage those that do want to reach out and connect with some of the fellow adventurers making plans to do so. And we can all enjoy a wonderful Western Palm. Absolutely. But Ollie, we also heard from Johan, who said, How's it, Mel and Ollie? I had such a wonderful weekend made special by parkrun friends who organised, well, maybe almost schemed, coaxed and cajoled, and synced a number of milestones to be reached at Arrow Rest Parkrun outside Brodestrom near Harpersport Dam in the northwest province. There are now three parkruns in the area following the single previous one closing down during the pandemic, the other two being Schemaberg and Iron Throne Trail. Part of the excitement was that Cassie, the parkrun world tourist bear, also made it to South Africa after showing up in Namibia first. Cassie has a travel history that would make most parkrun tourists go green with envy. Event number 14 saw 97 participants joining on a beautiful spring morning, running the course with antelope grazing and the sights of the Hartbisport Dam and the Magaliesberg Mountains in the distance. Another feature of this event was quite a sea of bright neon orange and yellow caps, or green depending on who you ask, on the large tourist contingent that attended the event. Now, most adventurers are well aware that doing a certain number of different events open the door to a somewhat select group of parkrun crazies that then appear on the most events table for that country. And of course, as the obsession grew, so the special clubs were established. 
most notably those of parkrun tourists for 20 events in most countries, Cow Club for 100 events, and the Frame Club for the Totally Mad with 250 events. But most of these clubs were really only becoming international after the introduction of the Running Challenges extension and parkrun apps, with most of us in South Africa hardly giving them a second thought until only about three to four years ago. We did, however, have our own most events club to aspire to. The South African tourist group started somewhere in 2014 with only a handful of people that had reached the 20 event milestone and has grown over time to around 3,000, which is still a relatively small subset of the larger parkrun population. Several years ago, a logo was designed and the neon orange cap and later a peak as well was launched, which qualifying tourists with 20 events under their belt could buy with two goals. Firstly, as a way to recognise fellow tourists on their adventures and secondly, as a fundraising method to support the provision of the milestone flags that are common with most South African events. These milestone flags are no longer in production, but that's a story for another day. I believe the Tourist Fund will find other worthwhile causes as times progress. In fact, the fund has been so kind to fund the purchase of milestone shirts for parkrunners in communities where the price was prohibitive given their circumstances. And of course, it was only a few years later that the first tourists started nearing 100 events and the neon yellow cap saw the light with a rather interesting nickname to go with it, Windgat. The literal translation of Windgat is Windhole, but the meaning is more along the line of a windbag or braggart, or maybe most accurately indicating someone with a bit of bragging rights. Both caps can only be earned by doing South African park runs. So apart from South African park runs, those in Namibia and Eswatini also adds to your tally as those three countries use the same website. For most locals, their Windgat and Cow Club status would be in sync, but anybody so lucky to have done park runs outside South Africa would have to work a bit harder to get their bragging rights affirmed. Having done two international park runs, my magic number was thus number 102 to join the club. For dedicated parkrun tourists in the Gauteng area, this is an exercise that can be done in as little as two years, but if you live in other areas of the country, this becomes a bit more difficult to achieve. It took me about four and a half years to get to, of course, not helped by the pandemic. On the other hand, the pandemic made me reconsider chasing goals relentlessly, and I've also volunteered in non-running roles more frequently since, and have learned to be way more patient. As of today, there are just over 170 Winget on the most events table in South Africa. But bragging aside, I think the most important part of this experience remains the making of new friends along the way, as well as seeing parts of our beautiful country and meeting the wonderful volunteer teams all over that otherwise may not have been to cross our paths. And it was just such friends that really made yesterday such a joy. A wonderful week to all the adventurers and happy streaking and park running. Yahan. Oh, Johan, I am so sorry for all the things I mispronounced. I clearly underestimated my ability. <laughs> I think you read it well, Mel, and uh, look, I uh, would have stumbled over a lot of that pronunciation, but Johan, we really appreciate you sharing, and it's it's a wonderful insight that I, I really had no familiarity with the clubs in South Africa, but clearly, as Johan well puts it, 
it's all about the experience. It's all about you know connecting and and having those experiences and seeing the country. Well, certainly is for me anyway. I knew the um, South Africans had a very strong tourism group, mm. and my friend Cheryl Smith, fellow Victorian statesman or greatsman, mm-hmm. <laughs> she <laughs> she has a orange buff, which I do believe signifies or is achieved once you get on the most events list in South Africa. So 20 different events. An impressive achievement and I do love how we get to get a bit of an insight into some of our our cousins in the park running world and the experience there. It would be wonderful to go and explore some of them firsthand, but until then we're going to live vicariously through you. So thank you again for sharing. Didn't Scotty say we were having a Kentucky tour to South Africa? Well, that's right. We did try and drum that back up. So yeah, give it time. (laughs) (laughs) give it time maybe in another 300 episodes we'll see but mel thank you very much for helping with the emails thank you everyone that wrote in this week and as i did mention earlier we've also got a number of roving reports so prepare yourselves we hope you've got a few more kilometers in your streak or a couple more streaks to spread this pod over because we've actually got four roving reports for you. So we'll have a listen to that and then we'll be back with Dazza's informant and all of your favourite things shortly. G'day, Parkrun Adventurers. Uh, it's PK checking in for another roving report from a new parkrun in South Australia. This is their sixth parkrun. It's the Nantu Wama. I think that's Nanto One. I'm not sure. I should get it right. You know what? I'm gonna. I'll ask the run director to pronounce it for me. It's the the name for the traditional owners of this land we are in in North Adelaide. For those who know North Adelaide and South Australia, it is Lefevre Terrace. So, uh, some people may know this area as Helicopter Park. So, um, if you say Helicopter Park to some people, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I know that area." <laughs> anyway, it's close to the city close to some great cafes and it's a beautiful area of uh, South Australia's parklands, the North Adelaide parklands and uh, we're here to to do their parkrun so let's go and get amongst it. And I'm now here at the finish line and I saw this guy put his hand up before when they asked if there were any first timers to parkrun. G'day, what's your name? Um, I'm I'm Tomomichi. Tomomichi and uh, this is your first time doing parkrun ever, what made you decide to come and do (laughs) do a (laughs) parkrun? So honestly speaking, so one of my colleagues uh, recommended, and uh, yeah, oh, I, cool. jo- I joined the park run. So, oh, that's great! So one of your colleagues where you work, yeah, um, and like they knew that you enjoyed running, or and you hadn't heard about it or anything like that before. Um, yeah, just just from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. did she uh, does she do this park run or does she yeah, do yeah, other yeah, park yeah. runs? Yeah, 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 she has done. Yeah. What's her name? Um, she's Joe. Joe, yeah. awesome. Thank you, Joe, for spreading the word. <laughs> Fantastic. What did you think? What did you think of today? Ah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. so this is so nice weather today. So, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, out here, very relaxing and yeah, beautiful. I enjoyed. It. Fantastic. Well, it's one of the newer ones here in South Australia. There are quite a few now. When I first started doing it, there were three, and now I think there are. Gosh, someone's going to tell me forty something. One of the statesmen will tell me. But um, the big question is: mm-hmm. Will you do a second park run? Will you come back? Yeah, 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 yeah. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big question that we like to hear the answer to. He's he's saying yes now, yeah, but he's he's, he's like shaking to, his head. No, he isn't really. <laughs> I'd like to try yeah another park run yeah also, but yeah this is my yeah. Well, this is your closest one, do you reckon? Yeah, to yeah, where you yes, live? This is yeah, because yeah, there's more close nearby. It's fantastic. There's another one opening up. Well, thank you so much, mate. I'll let you keep um, relaxing and thanks for doing park run. Yeah, thank you. Good on you. Thanks, mate. Yeah, so there you go. A first timer here. 
uh, and let's see who else I can chat with. Well, we've just gone from someone who's doing their first park run to someone who's doing their 300th. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations, Eva. How are you going? I'm good, thank you. Well done. How does it feel to have done your 300th? Oh, it's great. <laughs> can you remember your first park run? Yes. <laughs> Where was it and when? Averley in Western Australia. Awesome. Oh, for eight years ago. Eight years, fantastic. Because we had break. Yeah, and of course. Yeah, because you think these days 300, oh, well, that, if you yeah. do one every year, every week, that's six, you know, maybe six and a half years. But, of course, the, the pandemic uh, yeah. put a kibosh on that. Um, uh, so uh, w- why do you do parkrun? My husband's a runner who does marathons and loves running, and I'm not. <laughs> and someone said to us, oh, you should do parkrun. Awesome. We went, what? What? So what is that thing? <laughs> we started doing parkrun and got hooked. Awesome. So that was in WA and, yes. now, and now you've travelled. When we left WA, we were states people. Awesome. Well but since then, we have to go back. Yes. Probably another 20. Oh, my gosh. In WA, <laughs> I can, um, you know, there's, there's a few Ks to, to complete. Yes. So I can imagine. I'm sure there's some yeah. remote ones there. How, how are you travelling with the statesmanship here in South Australia? We're pretty good. We've still got about five to go. Awesome. Um, obviously, now Cooper PD is yes. one. Gosh. Um, yeah. We've still got Port Augusta, um, the avenues we still haven't done, yeah. even though it's fairly local beautiful. for us. Beautiful, Kaipo, yes, beautiful um, But yeah, we, we're getting there slowly. We've been away for a while, so we did um, 14 different park runs in America, wow. in, the, in the States. Oh, that would have been amazing. Then, Gosh, yeah, that's good to see that that's starting up. Well, sorry, that's starting to grow now, which is good in America. So. It is, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and they're, they're the people we've met tend to be... English or Europeans right. starting yeah. the park runs in America. Brilliant. But um, no, it's, it was um, a challenge. It was it was good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, welcome uh, to the 300 Club. I'm not Thank in you. it. <laughs> I'm nowhere near it. Well, I'm, I'm t- I have 200 and something. It's awesome to hear. And look, um, you know, all the best for your 400, your 500. Oh, yeah, well, yes. the, well, the guy who started yes. Park Run did his 500 last week. So, you oh, know, wow. so there's a few of them out there now, yes. which is great. But anyway, the 300 is a massive milestone. Congratulations, Thank Eva. You. Go and enjoy your celebrations. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> well done. I am gonna now going to try and find the yeah, let's go and try and find today's run director yeah why not well I promised I'd speak with the run director and here she is this is Tina congrats Tina on uh, the sixth uh, park run um, here at is it Nantu Wama Nantu is that how I yes, say it yes. awesome I was trying to get it right before Nantu Wama I'm here in North Adelaide uh, and you are the co-ED congrats thank you um, where had you been park running before this? I was at Packer Pecan. Right, okay. Yes. And then, so what prompted you to, to move here? Because it's not that far away, but it's still... No, yeah. but this is a very different course. So yes, we've got the bike path, we've got the trail, we've got the hill. So it'll attract some people that were at okay. other local park yeah. runs. Um, so point oh, difference. Uh, it's awesome. And it's near, I mean, the, or every park run is near good cafes, but, you know, this is nice here. And I was saying in my intro that it's um, helicopter park for those who, you know... Everyone knows <laughs> helicopter park in That's Adelaide. Right. Yes. If you say that, you're like, oh, yeah, I know where it is. Easy parking, yes. great park run not too i mean and there's lots of room as well you know there's a few people out in the course didn't see saw some horses didn't see any come across you know the, the path or anything like that uh how did it go like setting this park run up did the council have a say in where you went did they accept your first plan that you no put to they them? were happy with our initial course um they just wanted to keep us away from a biodiversity area and yep. off the bridleway other than that they were very supportive they've yeah. already interacted with packapacanthi and torrens so adelaide city council is fabulous with park awesome. run now when you said bridleway i was fully 
fully expecting, you know. Um, I thought it was like, you know, the lead up to some church for some, <laughs> some bride and groom. So don't go there because you might come across someone getting married. For those who don't, who are not um, into the equestrian world, I'm assuming that's a horse term. Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you know what it means? No. <laughs> anyway, so if someone could let us know, can someone call up? Oh, that's right. This is not a radio show. Anyway, someone's just nodding, you know, ticking me away going, PK, don't you know what a bridal way is? Well, you know what? I'm going to go and look it up. <laughs> that's one word I've learned today. Hey, congratulations. Um, beautiful much. park run. Awesome community here. And um, yeah, keep doing great things. Thank you. Good on you. Thanks, Tina. Thanks, PK. Well, that is it. The beautiful park run here at uh, Nantu Wama. Nantu, Nantu Wama. Yes, I got it right. There you go. Um, I'm off to check out what bridal way means and uh, find a uh, local cafe. Keep doing awesome things, all you great park runners. Keeping park run alive. Keep adventuring. And I'll see you at another new one soon. Good morning, it's Melissa here coming to you from the very brand new Beaufort Lake Park Run. I'm here with the ED Kate. Good morning, Kate. Good morning, how's it going? Great. We've had the park run and we've already had the brunch, so we're grabbing a quick word. Firstly, can you tell us the name of the Aboriginal lands on which we're recording? Certainly. So we're currently standing on the lands of the Wadawurrung people. Excellent. Now, event two. How exciting. It went well today. Um, Would you like to describe the course for everybody? Absolutely. So we have uh, a one kilometre out and then there's one kilometre loop. So we do three loops um, and then back. The course is primarily a a gravel surface with some boardwalk. Um, We had a few puddles today. It's been a bit wet around this part of the world lately. Um, But through foresty kind of bushland it's quite picturesque but it would probably describe it as more of a trail than you know a walking path per se but quite an, a natural setting that actually goes over a part of the lake yeah and you've got a bit of a aboriginal art trail as well yeah that's correct so um our local prison actually funded that program um with some of their inmates so there was a project to just uh, establish some um, storytelling around the lake which we're very fortunate to run past and be able to celebrate with those traditional owners. Excellent. Now how did Beaufort Lakes come to be? How did you get involved? Um, I do a little bit of running myself personally and uh, felt that I needed a bit of a group around me to push me and allow me to be a better runner so I made some online inquiries. Sorry about that very loud truck. Uh, made some online inquiries around how to establish a park run and having not ever participated in one, um, the first thing that was suggested to me was to uh, go and actually go and participate. So I went to Ballarat and where Bruce has, uh, Bruce Purdy has been a fantastic ambassador in, and support for Beaufort to get up. Um, done a few in that time and volunteered and just really blown away around the, the amazing support and uh, encouragement that the park run community provides to other runners and volunteers. How did you manage to get a team together? Um, oh, a bit of pressure. No, look, <laughs> um, Simone, the other uh, kind of key player here, and Jane also, um, both active members within the community and in like, uh, also like the outdoors and a bit of physical exercise. Um, we all have young children at, at the school here, so just like 
like minds and interests, I suppose. Um, but we'll keep trying to recruit volunteers and build that team so that there's a bit more flexibility and we can get back to running ourselves from time to time. I noticed there was a bit of support coming from the surrounding park runs today. You had members here from um, Wallaby Track. There was a nice representation. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the Melbourne clubs made their way as well and Melton. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, I probably need to get my head around the names of all of the, the other clubs and get a bit of a geographical understanding of where they're coming from. But it very well represented and the caravan park which adjoins the the lake um, had some tourist runners in it um, overnight last night where they came up yesterday afternoon so that they could get an early start with us so it's really great to have visitors come and visit our community is there uh, more things to do around the area while we're out here? You uh, want to give a plug to yeah, both the lakes? absolutely. So we're not too far from some pretty remarkable bushwalking and hiking. Um, you don't need to go to the Grampians to get your, your elevation. We've got um, an amazing 21-kilometre um, Baritmo trail that goes... Um, well, it's kind of in and around Mount Cole and crosses over to Mount Buanga and you can do it in a two-day hike if you like but it's quite achievable with a level of fitness to do it in a one day but you'll see waterfalls and beautiful views of the the region you'll get to some really quite chilly out of it uh, out sorry elevations and um then, then back down into some lovely forest area so lots of good bushwalks and then even north of the shire as well um north of pyrenees around avoca so lots of outdoor activation uh, outdoor activities sorry and then at different times of the year we have other attractions we have a, a lake goldsmith steam rally which sees you know quite a few thousand people come and celebrate old historic kind of engineering practices through steam and yeah there's lots to offer around here that's good because tourists sometimes like to um combine their trip with uh different activities so if there's a festival on obviously that's a very good time yeah. for people to mark uh, Bowford Lakes into their calendar and come along and uh, enjoy that at the same time um it was a very cold morning this morning I drove up here in the fog but it lifted by the time we finished um so yeah I really enjoyed your course <laughs> we've got another car yeah. <laughs> uh, just for the tourists I'll note you've got toilets at the start finish point and um, there's plenty of parking and we just had a short trip into town to the Pyrenees What's Pyrenees the... Pantries where we've met this morning um, and also up at the side of the run there's also a fantastic new playground for the children there's a barbecue um, and with new barbecue facilities going in so in the warmer months we'd encourage visitors to hang around and uh, make the most of those facilities and have a swim or a kayak in the lake as well yeah good so the, and was the council quite supportive with your funding and everything absolutely we're really lucky that park run themselves through a victorian grant um funded the establishment of both park run so we didn't have to do too much rallying in that sense but pyrenees Shire council have been very supportive in um, providing the use, the consent to use the land and also ongoing commitment to some trail improvements and some bollarding and signing just to, to make the, the navigation of the trail um, easier but also eliminate some of the setup pressures that are on the volunteers at the moment. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you very much for talking to me and uh, look, all the best for the future of Bowford Lake. Thank you so much for visiting. Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracy on the travels, and I've taken my Toyota and motored up to Majimba this morning, where I have discovered, to my horror, they're having a party. 
Yes, it's their fourth birthday party. That's not the problem. The problem is I have come to a party without either a costume or a tutu. I know, right, this is almost unforgivable. But something else that has also not gotten the memo is the weather. It is absolutely bucketing down this morning and it's not a pretty day at all. However, we've got about five people so far, so see how it goes. I'm going to go find someone and have a chat. Hello again Parkies and here I am out on Majimba course. Now anyone who came to Palm last year would uh, know this course. We did it as a Frio last year. I'm walking along the back of the uh, residential area at the moment and it's still raining. I wasn't able to get anyone to interview. When I arrived at the table I introduced myself, had a chat to the RD Sarah Jane and a few of the other volleys and then I um, started chatting to a few people who turned up and can you believe it Harry the hover dog was here so that was pretty awesome I then chatted to a, a local bloke uh, and can you believe it that was Professor Rob Harvey I actually hadn't met Professor Harvey before but I follow him on Insta as well and he tells me he's a very devout parkrun adventurer I then chatted to a, a visitor, a lovely lady from New Zealand called Sarah, and um, she tells me she's also been interviewed for the podcast as well. So, Alison, um, you beat me to it on that one. But anyway, I'm out here now, uh, enjoying the course. I've got waterproof boots on, so it's not too bad. And anyway, it's parkrun day, so it doesn't matter. Okay, Parkies, I've just finished my Jimba course. I'm a little bit wet and, um, yeah, I'm feeling a bit. Mm. But anyway, I finished and I found Sarah Jane again, the RD. Sarah Jane is actually... It's actually her first time volunteering as RD today and her 50th volunteer. So congratulations, Sarah Jane. How did it all go? Thank you very much. Um, I think it went really well. Um, people were quite encouraging, which is, you know, usually the park run way, isn't it? People are very kind. And uh, apart from it being absolutely wet and soggy and, you know, everyone going home wet from head to toe. <laughs> it was a great day and um, lots yeah. of smiles of despite course. the rain. Excellent. And how did you get into parkrun? Good question. I actually started parkrun when I was living in London back in 2011 mm-hmm. and through a friend of a friend, um, she, you know, she was telling me, oh yeah, there's this thing called parkrun, it's just started, da 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 And um, so I looked it up and my closest at the time was Crystal Palace mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so I that's how I started. Wow. Yeah. So how many parkruns have you got under your belt? I think um, I'm just last week I think I got up to 358. So yeah yeah although I'm a bit um Oh, look, it's good. It's really great. But I introduced Parkrun to my sister, mm-hmm. um, who started at Main Beach when it kind of kicked off. And yeah. last weekend, we celebrated her 400th oh, run. Wow. <laughs> so she's overtaken me um, <laughs> in, in all, all, all over the years. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're very uh, mm. keen parkrunners. And um, I think for me, the, you know, the best part about it is that it um, doesn't matter where you go, mm-hmm. inevitably there's a parkrun near you while mm-hmm. you're travelling and it's always the same thing. And, yes. and people are always really friendly and um, yeah I just have lots of made lots of really good friends over the years um, yeah, through Parkrun. Awesome. awesome and are you a bit of a tourist as well? Yeah I, I am um, probably a li- bit less so now than I have been in the past but um, my goal this year having just moved to the Sunshine Coast is to do all of the runs on the Sunshine Coast mm-hmm. so I've done 
out of eight, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm nearly there. But wherever I'll, I am, I always make sure that my travel plans do yes. revolve around <laughs> being somewhere on a Saturday morning to do park run. And all the other park run adventurers who are listening to this are nodding their head in unison, going, <laughs> "Well, yes, yes, that's that's exactly right." That, yes. that's, isn't that normal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we all do. So I'm going to put you on the spot, Sarah Jane, because I've got a question that we like to ask people, and that is. What's your top three park runs? It doesn't have to be because of scenery. It could be because you had a great experience. It could be because you met really nice people there and had a great chat. It because you did a PB. It could be anything. Putting you on the spot here. <laughs> yes, you have put me on the spot. I've done, I think... Um, bit over 80 now different park runs across five countries so that is a tough question yeah (laughs) tough question to answer on the spot but I think I'd get in trouble if I didn't at least put my old home run of curl curl in the top three because I know they would want me to but it is that's a it's a fantastic park run very friendly mm-hmm. people it's nice because it's kind of a figure eight so you're not it's not mm-hmm. just an out and back you know sure. um it's it's different the whole way um I think oh I really enjoyed oh there's so many that I've enjoyed know, right? um <laughs> I've done the one in Hobart which was great because I just loved that, that it was a bit of a trail run um I can't think of what it was called Brook? yes maybe um Dam? Yes, 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 that one. And, oh, gosh, this is hard. I know there's too many to choose There from. is too many to choose from. You're not allowed um, to put your home park run of Majimba. No. <laughs> uh, and there was one in the, the UK that I did um, when I was visiting a couple of years ago. I think it's called, it's like, like Roundhouse Park, mm-hmm. I think, in Leeds. And it's beautiful because it's through this country park. Um, wow. Yeah, with it's again, it's kind of you know a bit on grass, a bit on path, but it mm-hmm. was just beautiful scenery and again, really friendly people. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it's always fun when you're touristing as well. So, yeah, there Excellent. you go. <laughs> Excellent. Well, well done again on your first RD volunteering. Uh, no one died today. No one got lost. So I consider <laughs> that a win. Yep. And congratulations on your fiftieth volunteering uh, as well. Thank you. And thank you very much for having me at Majimba. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and thanks for volunteering today as well. <laughs> awesome. See you later. See all right, folks, Tracy in a tutu without the tutu today and um, taking off in search of dry clothes and coffee. Um, have a good weekend, folks. See you on the V-side. Bye. Good morning, adventurers, or should I say kia ora, here from Fakatani in New Zealand. And I have come to the launch of Fakatani Gardens Park Run. It's my Nindi, 65 kilometres as the crow flies. And it's an event that uh, our event has been supporting in terms of the test events. And I'm on the volunteer roster today. So really looking forward to seeing how this goes. So I'm going to see if I can track down the co-event director, Kieran, who's run directing today and see what he has to say about his event. So I'm here with Kieran Canavan, the co-ED of Fakatani Gardens Parkrun. How did it go today, Kieran? Oh, it was a super amazing day today. We were absolutely delighted with the turnout. We had 111 runners turn up this morning, um, of which about half were first-time runners this morning from Fakatani. A lot of locals came along, a lot of tourists came to visit us this morning as well. The sun was shining. It was an absolutely fantastic atmosphere, so we were really, really delighted with how things went. Can you tell me about your parkrun story? Guys, well, 
My parkrun story was a little bit of a slow burner, really. Um, I joined, I think it was back in 2011, and I went to my local parkrun for its first anniversary. So they'd been going for a year, had their first anniversary. Which one was that? Uh, That's Onestead Flats in East London. Um, My second parkrun was exactly a year later for their second birthday, and my third parkrun was a year after that for their third birthday. Um, the run director there, who was a friend of mine from uh, our ro- local running club, made a comment at that stage saying, oh, Cairns turned up for his one park run a year. And I thought to myself, hmm, I'm going to show him. And then that's when I sort of started to get more into park run and turning up regularly. And um, once I did that, I was hooked and absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Why was it that you didn't go more regularly until then? Um, partly because I wasn't quite as local to the park run when it first started. I did move house in between, but also Saturday mornings were for recovery from Friday night. Friday night was blowout for the week. You know, I was a keen runner. I was running marathons and doing lots of events, but Saturday morning was my lie-in morning. So I didn't really want to commit to it at that stage, but um, it's changed my life, really. Yeah. In what way? Well... I guess I see things differently, you know, Parkrun community is a massive community, you know, you feel like I've met lots of people through Parkrun, I've got lots of great friends, you know, the people that I know and share my life with are all into Parkrun, you know, it kind of is all-encompassing, you know, it's absolutely beautiful and, yeah. And can you tell us how Fakatani Gardens came to be? Yep. How did this town finally get a park run? Sure. So um, myself and my husband, Lance, we moved back from the UK to New Zealand uh, just shy of 12 months ago now and um, decided to move to Fakatani. We were set in the Bay of Plenty and were looking for the house. So we found the house first and foremost and that brought us to Fakatani. And... As we got here, or even before we moved here, we really saw there is a parkrun gap in the map of New Zealand when it came to Fakatani. There was sort of Gisborne and there was Rotorua and Tauranga, but nothing else in between. It really just felt like there was a big gap there that needed filling. It was almost a reason not to move to Fakatani. But putting that aside, we moved to Fakatani and I was just dead set right from the onset. I was like, okay, I'm going to see what I can do to get Fakatani up and running with a park run. And I contacted Park Run Australia the start of this year. And after about four or five weeks, they were contacted by another person, which was Marais. So they put us both in contact with each other and we worked together to bring Park Run to Fakatani. Tell us about the course. Yeah, so the course is an awesome course along the Warren Cole walkway. So we start and finish in Fakatani Gardens. Um, we go up onto the walkway and we're running along the Fakatani River out towards the Fakatani Bridge. Um, there's a natural turning point there where there's three Mary Totten poles, which is an awesome point to turn. And then we walk, run back along the Warren Cole walkway the way that we came. We pass the point at which we entered onto the walkway and continue um, go past the amphitheatre and the model railway and the skate park up to the yacht club where we have our second turn 
And then when you turn at the yacht club, you are in the knowledge that you only have about six to seven hundred meters left to go, so you can give it your your all and that final bit of welly to get yourself to the finish line, back down in Fakatani Gardens where you started. Well, I hope we get people coming back week after week yep. and not once a year for birthdays. Absolutely, I hope so too. But uh, even if they do come next year or the year after that, maybe I'll have my opportunity to nab them and sow the seed. Yeah. Yep. And just one last thing um, before we go. Uh, Fakatani is known for its sunshine, isn't it? Yep. Beautiful time and beautiful sunshine today. So the weather gods were with us. It never rains in Fakatani, um, which of course is a lie, but it's a beautiful town beautiful place to come and visit and we look forward to seeing you here sometime soon thank you very much and that's a wrap from Fakatani Gardens Park Run such a beautiful course in a beautiful part of the country and surely going to be quite popular with tourists like the Park Run variety and also though just general holiday makers anyway kakite ano Thanks to all those roving reporters coming to us from everywhere. We had Queensland, we had South Australia, and we had all the way over in New Zealand, Ollie. And somewhere a little more close to home for you, Mel. Correct. You included. <laughs> so so thank you very much, Tracy. Thank you, Mel. Thank you, PK. And thank you, Alison. Um, and nice to see the, the park run pop up in Fokatani there. That's actually where my uncle lives. Oh. So, well, yeah, on the list. But as I understand it, um, there, there is a little bit more context to PK's report, Mel. So if I may, he did share that Nantuwama translates to horse plane in Korma language and was given this name due to the horse adjustment which occurs on the site, uh, which is bordered by the Lefervre Terrace to the west. And Sir J.G. Shaw Lefervre was one of South Australia's colonisation commissioners. Bridleway also is a path or track along which horse riders have right of way. So a bit of extra info there. It is. And well done, PK. He did say that he would go away and do his homework on Bridleway. Mm. And he did. That's right. So I hope I've pronounced some of those words correctly. But hey, we'll clock up the fines today. We will. But Ollie Dazza's this week, he said, we think Dazza misunderstood the streak part of streaky September. <laughs> Where on earth are his chef's whites? We hope you're all enjoying the actual streaky September fun of walking or running at least two kilometres a day or doing 30 minutes of intentional exercise. Come on in and tell us how your parkrun morning was. Have you managed to fill any of the bingo card squares yet? And moving straight in, it's me. We've got Claire Stutchbury, who was a tourist this week. Claire said, fast approaching 250. Did my 241st run at Minipi for my 75th Queensland event and 140th different event and 85th event in the mega tourist streak. Oh, my goodness, Claire. Now, hang on a minute. It just feels like yesterday Claire and Jack moved to Queensland. Now they've done 75? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Jack hasn't. Poor Jack. Got a bit of catching up to do, Jack. In good time. And we also heard from M. Nico, who was a volunteer parkrun day just gone and said, a rainy day at Kira Parkrun where I was the RD. A smaller turnout than usual, 
Only the most committed parkrunners made it out of bed, and Em shared a photo of herself with the volley team in high-vis there. Very committed parkrunners. And that's where our artistic director was also, Ollie. I was wondering mm. if he caught up with Em or he was going under the radar. Have to see. Anyway, we also heard from the ideas man. He had the most likes this week, Ollie. Bruce said, a real adventure with Donna to Wentworth Common Parkrun today. There was our regular Sydney chauffeur, Morgan, who slept in. She needed it after a busy week. A late bus causing a missed train, then arriving just as the RD started the briefing. Now we're streaking in the rain for a well-earned coffee or six. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Bruce shared a photo of himself and Donna, clearly in the rain. Yes, glad you made it. And I bet those coffees were nice. Now... We heard from over in New Zealand now from Tim Robbins, who said, I wonder if there'll ever be a naked park run. Lol. Nevertheless, today I made my Kiwi debut at the fab Poirua Park Run. Great natter at brunch afterwards where I won a free hamburger. Score. Um, Mm. And Tim shared a photo of himself as part of the volunteer photo in front of a lovely bird mural. I wondered where he was moving to. I kept seeing reference Mm. that he was moving, but I must have missed along the way where he was going. But now I know. And I did stuff up the pronunciation, but uh, I'm not sure even that's right. I (laughs) apologise. Oh, well, we'll figure it out next week when it's um, Maori language week. Now, we heard from Luke Schroeder. And it wasn't even because the office lady was in jail. He did it of his own free will. He was touristing and he said, Hi, Dazza. Today, Sam and I did a weird park run beside Wallandilly River. Is that how you say it, Ollie? The Wallandilly? Yes. The Wallandilly. The Wallandilly. <laughs> that one. The Wallandilly River, which is not in the Wallandilly. It was Goulburn Park Run at Marsden Weir Park. One of us was looking forward to making friends with swooping magpies and one of us was not. We followed it up with breakfast at the Paragon Cafe and some op shopping around Goulburn and Crookwell where we found lots of treasures. There's a lovely photo of Luke and Sam on course with the flowing water in the background. Love the Paragon Cafe. Yes. Now, we also heard from Samantha O'Connor who said, two fairly unimpressed boys mostly rode in the pram as it was pouring at Lake Mac. So many puddles to jump in that they wore themselves out. And I think the photo did tell the 1,000 or 2,000 words, as it were, of Sam and the boys in some very uh, well-equipped wet weather gear on course. They looked slightly thrilled. Goodness me. Mm. But, Ollie, we had a milestone. Helen Reeves said, celebrating a friend's 250th at our local. Now, far as I know, Helen Reeves' local is Terelgan, so I'm assuming that's where it was. And she shared a photo of the pair on course, including a fantastic custom 250 top. Mm. Go me for knowing my friend's park runs. (laughs) Nice work. And we also heard from Bernadette Bennett, who said, ticked off the keg box at Stockton Park Run, granddaughter's 100, with a total of 160 M&Ms, I know how to buy favour. <laughs> and it was a deliciously colourful-looking cake with the 100 there. That was impressive. And granddaughter in a 100 cape. So it looked like a fun morning. We also heard from Helen Rutter coming to us from the UK. She said, hello, She paced 35 at Cannons Park today. It was very difficult to keep pace. 
had scrambled eggs after streaky day number three. And Helen shared a photo of herself by the backwards flag. Oh, Helen. Ka-ching. Moving along, we heard from Richard and uh, still overseas said, thanks for staying open late again, Dazza. Milkshake and I headed out to Pickering, Ontario for Duffins Trail Park Run this morning, where we met a fellow Aussie from Wangaratta. He's working here as a GP and we talked about how GPs here and in Australia are prescribing park run for people's mental and physical health. And Richard did share a photo of, well, Milkshake in the selfie frame and a bike. Um, Steve? (laughs) (laughs) Is Richard ever coming home? No, no, clearly not. Hmm. Well, coming to us from the UK, Ollie, was Monty Slade who said back to Chippy Fields again, Chippingham Playing Fields, Park Run, Monmouth. And we have a thumbs-up photo by the bridge. And thanks to your investigating, Ollie, we know (laughs) that Monau Bridge is in Wales, is the only remaining fortified river bridge in Great Britain with its gate tower standing on the bridge. Did I say that right? I believe so. Yes. So... That fact is on me if I got it wrong, but it was a, it was a very interesting looking bridge, so I had to go and look it up. So uh, thank you very much, Monty. Welcome back to the north. And we also heard from Steve's bike, who said, "History never repeats." I tell myself before I go to sleep, or does it? Did you figure it out? No, it hurts. Did you have to sing it in your head? <laughs> No, you're too young. Oh, my goodness. You're too young to know that song. Uh, look, the, the Bond theme comes to mind, but, yeah. No. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not Bond. But anyway, mm-hmm. he's was at the same <laughs> event he was last week, basically. Ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> but that's it for Dazzers. Now all's left is an Obie Award winner, Ollie. An Obie Award winner. I have an envelope. Would you Good. like me to open it? Always. Always. That's okay. you're good at that. <laughs> Here it is. So the Obi this week goes to Thumbs up, it's Monty Slade. And congratulations, Monty. That may have something to do with your slightly extended running effort just recently. But, yeah, thank you once again for your contribution to Dazzers and thank you, everyone, for coming past and popping in to Dazzers this week. Well, look, it already has been a long pod, but let's keep it going, Mel. It's time to catch up with the informant. So let's have a listen. Six thousand, 
as only 33,221 runners took part, despite global numbers staying about the same. 1,482 new parkies had their barcode scanned for the first time, and 4,004 scored a PB. 74 juniors bagged a junior 10, 136 bagged their 50 milestone, 109 bagged their 100 milestone, and 25 scored their 250 milestone. There are six new statespeople, Suzanne Goodair, Dominique Woodward, Lani Morrison, Pearl Harbour, and Edward Farrell in the ACT, and Kevin Barnes in the Northern Territory. In the top 20 most events, Kathleen Mollington bumped back up to equal 10th on 183 different parkrun events, and Tony James bumped up to equal 14 with 164 different parkrun events. In the biggest movers, Craig Robinson, Sarah Pritchard, Andrew Poffrey and Martine Barrow all jumped up 9 places to be ranked 234th place with 87 events. 26 people called bingo. Sally Stepniewski was quickest on 146 events while Alex Garrow was slowest on 352. Biggest mover on the I-Index is the man partially responsible for its creation, Mr Brendan Peel who moved up 19 places to 30 and now holds the head of the table. Well, good on ya! In the Adventurers Clubs, Rory O'Sullivan joined the Peel Club and Vicky Thompson joined the Cow Club. Another 11 people would join the Half Cows. So good on you too! Well, that's your stats for this week. If you would like to see them in full, you can check out my spreadsheet at www.theinformant.me That's www theinformant.me or look for The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant and my spreadsheet is juicier than yours. And thank you to our informant, Ollie. I would say the informant must be a boomer. Would you agree? I mean, I'm Gen, <laughs> I'm Gen X and you're Gen Y. Slightly, yes, I yeah, believe. Yeah, which explains why you didn't understand the reference to Steve Spike's mm. Facebook post because that was a split-end song, which is my Gen X generation. And I should know my split-ends music, but not enough. Uh, and also the riddles always get me. That's my excuse. Well, anyway, thank you. Thank you to our informant again. Thank you very much. Yes, Mel, consolidated club report time. Yes, it absolutely is. Well, this week on Saturday, the 3rd of September, we had 291 members. So that's seven up from the previous week. And we came so close to that magical 300 number. Yes. For our 300 (laughs) episode. Fell just a little bit short. But in any case, um, there were 220 adventurers taking part in seven countries at 126 different locations. That's a stretch. That's a big stretch. Yeah. Yeah. We're spread far and wide. That's right. But we were also concentrated too. What about the fronds? The fronds. There were six. Mm. And again, at the ponds this week, the ponds topped the fronds. Oh. (laughs) Now, we had Manish Bindru. Dennis Peden, Joe McLean, Louise Garbers, Charina Giron, and Rio Lambino. Oh, that's such a cool name. It sounds really like Latino, Rio Mm -hmm. Lambino. Anyway, um, well done to the Ponds. Hooray. There was also Fronds of Five at Westerfolds, Orange, and Beaufort Lake. How many at uh, your park run this week, Ollie? 
I think three. Yeah, I think three too. I'm just mm. recalling who I saw taking part and finishing. I think three. Now, the largest frond, always difficult to establish because we don't have the data, but I do know for a fact there was eight adventurers volunteering at Ainsbury Juniors again this week. Great work. Thank you for volunteering, everyone, and some impressive park running locations around there in the report and, of course, a number of volunteers too. But another thing we like about being on board, Mel, looking forward now, is some of our attire. Some of our attire is particularly special in the adventurous community and beyond. It is. Mainly because it's just so ugly. It is so ugly, so ugly. And we are very excited Mm. to bring you news this week. Yes. Now, would you like me to read this one or did you want to read it? Yeah, I'm done reading after Johan's monologue. (laughs) Okay. All right. So our message is some of our listeners may have seen there was a special elf announcement made on the Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day page last week. That's right. Ugly Christmas is coming and Santa's little helpers have been knitting at ludicrous speed to get this year's limited edition Ugly Christmas Singlets and Shirts ready. Did you know that this December 17th will mark five years of ugly Christmas singlet or shirt day? And Santa's little helpers are so excited that they have doubled down on the ugly. That's right. This year, they've created a new limited edition release for 2022, plus they have an extra special surprise. What will it be? Well, we know what it is, but we're sworn to secrecy for now. Orders are only open for a limited time, so don't miss out. Head over to the Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day Facebook page for all the ugly details. So there you have it, an elfy scoop. And we will definitely share any posts that appear on our socials as well, Ollie. But I think it's just a timely reminder to our community to let them know Ollie and I aren't actually involved in the creation of the ugly Christmas singlet or shirts because it's the elves and it actually has nothing to do with us, although we support it because the adventurers have always gotten behind the ugly Christmas singlet and shirts. And it is usually a way that we can identify our fellow adventurers out in the field over Christmas. But I am looking forward to that. No, I'm very much looking forward to that. I have, of course, been one of those that has collected everyone. And I will not miss this, particularly if it is extra ugly. That's right up my alley. I don't think you could look ugly in it, Ollie. I really don't. Thank you. I think that's the case for all of us, Mel. That's that's the beauty of it. Two minuses make a plus, right? Uh, <laughs> Hang on. That didn't come what? out right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly along. And I know what the surprise is. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, all right. I'm in the dark, okay, listeners? I'm in the dark. <laughs> Let's probably cut it short now because Mm -hmm. it's been a mammoth pod this week, Ollie. It's been huge. Possibly time to just say, where are you going to be on Saturday? I'm hoping to revisit a park run I've been to before. Depends if my legs actually want to run. (laughs) What is with these legs? Did you break them at City to Surf? I don't know. They're just they're just whinging. They're just lazy. It's not my fault. It's my legs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with all things going to plan, I hope to pop up at Picton. If not, I'll be back local. Uh, we will see. What about yourself, Mel? 
I've got an adventure. If the world doesn't already know from all the events that have been created, (laughs) then Mm -hmm. I'm very Mm -hmm. surprised. But I am going to be up in Queensland touring to Yowie Park Run, having a wow of a time with a lot of fellow listeners, hopefully, and also getting to Des Connor Park Juniors, Ollie. That is what I am mostly looking forward to, visiting a fellow junior event. Oh, that'll be special. Well, Mel, I hope you have a wonderful trip. I look forward to hearing all about it next week. But thank you, everyone, for staying on board for this nice, uh, meaty hearty park run podcast this week now you made it sound piratey <laughs> it's meaty <laughs> to me but okay thank you ollie thank you for joining me once again and as always listeners you can contact us via facebook or our email which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com that's it for another week and we'll see you all next week for more adventures G'day, it's the Ideas Man here, looking for a fresh idea. Satoba, yep, been there, done that. Songs for Ollie to sing, done. Poem Zone Karaoke, already suggested. How about I steal an idea from Abby? Stay safe, adventurers. <laughs>